goes the dynamite. Welcome into the Clay Edwards Show, the free range human show of choice, also known as your daily dose of reality radio. We are live here on 103.9 FM WYAB, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, as well as the TuneIn app. And Alexa, just search WYAB. If you can't remember any of that, you're out of town, just go to clayedwardsshow.com, click the Listen Live link at the top of the page, and boom, you should be listening live, unless we've crashed the servers again because we have so many listeners. How cool is that, man? If you had told me three years ago that they were going to have to expand the network because we had so many listeners streaming the show, not just um, on the radio, I would have probably called you a liar. Know what I would have done and be like, huh, I know, <laughs> but I'd have been lying. I was like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> anyway, shout out to everybody out there this morning. Hey, uh, r- real quick, man, I want to give a shout out to all the all the hardworking uh, girl bosses out there, the big the big women, the hardworking women in the family. Um, there was a time where women sat at the house and had girls day every day while the men just worked. You had the whole day to yourselves and you blew it because y'all wanted to work instead of be wives think about that while you're sitting in traffic this morning when you could have been on your third mimosa already with no men in sight biggest fumble in history biggest fumble in history all you strong independent women uh could have just sat at home big old girls day play bunko you know gossip on the phone Go to all your little social clubs. Nope. Nope. Got to get that independence. Don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. Gay guys, you too. Gay guys. Just had to go and ruin y'all's whole thing by by getting married, by demanding the, the right to get married. You know, because there's always that one person in the relationship that's usually way more into the thought of marriage than the other and and you know the one guy sitting there he's like oh shucks man too bad we can't get married i know it's terrible it's terrible we can't get married oh what do you mean they changed the law guess what we get to get married (laughs) and there goes the all the perks of not being able to get married (laughs) anyway I'm half kidding about all that this morning. I made that post on Facebook yesterday, and it was very polarizing. We'll say that. Some people do not decipher sarcasm. Others do. Others do. Somebody shared it on uh, Twitter and tagged me in it, and um, a gay guy commented that I can't believe somebody procreated with this person. I'm like, well, you know what? Um, Attractive straight Christian women actually find me wildly uh, sexy and entertaining and funny. So a particular one, in in particular, uh, this one that, you know, really likes me. So anyway, good times. Guns of Gear text line 769-241-1944. The phone line this morning, 601-879-0002. Question of the day, did women screw it up? Women, did, 
you wish you could take it all back now? Uh, you know, on a serious note, like, let me spin something off of this. On a serious note, do you think the women's rights movement, you know, that got women into the workplace and pushed for all the girl bosses, and which I look, I've worked for women. I have no problem with any of that stuff. I don't want to come across something like that. But let's take this back to the nuclear family and then making everything so expensive and, you know, kind of sh- forcing women into the workplace. More by necessity, really, because everything's gotten so expensive. Now both parents have to work. Well, you know, I heard a phrase a while back, and I'd never heard it before. Apparently, I'm one of these people, a latchkey kid. You know, I, just been a, I guess it meant you had a key, your, key to your house. And you, know, you just got off the bus or got out of school and you, you had your own key to the house because your parents weren't there. So you were a latchkey kid. I, say, I don't know if I necessarily understand the play on words there. But I was just a I had a key I had a key to the house kid. Um, I do believe a lot of the problems that this country is currently facing right now uh, come from the fact that both parents, typically speaking, nowadays are in the workplace, and there rarely is there a mother at home whose legitimate full time job is being the mother. You know, and I know shout out to the, I know some dads that are the um, full time dad in the house. Like that's their job. Like m- you know, we call it Mister Mom or whatever. You know, we joke about that stuff and we try to like downplay those people. Or not when I say we, I mean like society. You know, tries to like pick out like oh, I wish I had your job just to get to sit home and watch the View all day and play with kids. God, I'd rather go work for minimum wage than I would watch the View. Neither here nor there. No, but we've downplayed the importance of that of that person in our nuclear family. It's like it's frowned upon now if there's a parent that stays home to you know actually parent. Such an important role. Such an important role. I you know I look up to people who are good parents, and you you can tell when somebody's a good parent, and you can tell when somebody is not, and. uh so it's um, I wasn't planning on talking about this. I sound like I'm stuttering a little bit. I'm kind of just rolling on this. It was a hot hand. I'm rolling with it. Yeah, if if you um can afford now, look, there's some people that abuse it. I know some guys whose women, whose wives, stay home and are the stay-at-home parent, and they're drunks, and they don't they don't handle the free time well at all. I mean, look, I don't get up and other than this radio show, I don't have anywhere I necessarily have to be the rest of the day. But I try to stay very busy with a little task. You know, whether it's sending emails, making videos, looking for potential sponsors, working out, which I have not been doing enough of. You know, I just try to stay busy enough that I don't want to end up sipping on a mimosa myself at lunchtime or brunch. So free time, free time can be the devil's uh, playground a, a little bit, but there's the mother mothers out there who man, they got a schedule. You know, it's all on the refrigerator. You got more than one kid, or one kid, it doesn't matter. And they got it all figured out, and it's it's truly a full time job shuttling kids from school to football to baseball to cheer and back to band and just everything else. You know, shout out to y'all.
You know, I, I would love to see some statistics on how the kids who grew up in a house where there was a parent home all the time, not just both parents in the house, but some statistics that show a full-time parent being in the house, hands-on, helping with homework, all that stuff. How did those kids turn out versus kids who both parents had to work full-time jobs? How did, were there any teen arrests, teen pregnancy? Um, did they get into college? How did they graduate? I would love to see some of those numbers. And I'm look, I'm not saying one way's right, one way's wrong. I'm not attacking anybody here. I mean, both of my parents worked. Uh, my dad was at home a little more because he was self-employed, but at the end of the day, both parents worked full-time jobs. So you know, I don't want to use me as the example here. Let's check some text on the Guns and Gear text line. Uh, Spook says, uh, leaving a message for Kim. Unknown texture. You're killing me. It's less about necessity and more about the desire for more stuff, bigger houses, newer cars, etc. Is this a preferred text line? Yes, this is a preferred text line. Um, Latchkey kids were created in the 90s version of a Karen. Latchkey kids were created by the 90s version of a Karen. Gotcha. Blake on the Guns and Gear text line says, Clay woke up this morning and decided to pee in all the Liberals' Cheerios. Yeah. Hardcore feminists get mad about this kind of stuff. I wish they got as mad about uh, men trying to pretend to be women. Where did all them feminists go? Where are all them feminists at? Where y'all at? You got a whole group of men out here trying to pretend to be women. Strong, independent women with a third leg. I don't see y'all raising much cane about that. Playing y'all sports. Taking y'all scholarships. Taking your spots. Let's take a call. Hey, you're on there. Good morning, this buddy. Hey, buddy. Look, I was, I will be 75 my birthday. I was a latchkey kid, as you'd call it, from 10. That didn't create a problem. What created a problem now is, look, if I got out of line, my daddy'd take a belt to me and tear my hide up. And I, you know, I knew my rules. I knew my limitations. And they can say fear isn't good, but, uh, uh, I was fearful of doing something wrong. And, Lord, my daddy always found it. Now, my mama, all she had to say to me was, I'm disappointed or ashamed, and I'd break down and blubber like a two-year-old. But what is wrong right now, I ran into it, had an incident where I was with kids. One was seven years old, and just every rule in the world broke was hitting people, and the mother said, well, you have to understand that she is only seven, and she doesn't understand rules yet. That's what's wrong. I felt like grabbing the mom up, whooping her butt. Yep. But that's what's, I mean, it's just, you know, 
everybody gets a participation trophy. There's no such thing as bad. Oh, I can't do corporal punishment. You know, uh, I take away their video game for 30 minutes and all right. Now, I've got sons raising kids. Uh, I know they hated it when I, I whipped them when they was kids, but they whipped theirs. And, uh, you know, I hadn't had any of my boys go to jail. So I must have done something halfway right. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think you said, I look, I hate to use the word good parent. I like to say a responsible parent. A responsible parent is one that's molding their kid so that they'll do the right thing. Also, that uh, the daddy has the fear of God in them. And look, I've talked to your daddy. I sort of think your daddy had the fear of God in you. Oh, he did. Look, man, I got beat with every every square inch of my body got beat with that belt when they wanted to come after me. It was not just a bend over and take a whooping on the butt. It was whatever skin ain't covered by clothes is getting got, son. Well, my daddy was... He was a psychologist before child psychologist. My daddy, I remember he'd come in and say to me, okay, you did so-and-so and so-and-so wrong today, and I'm going to whip you. I'll be home tomorrow afternoon at 545. You'll be standing in the bathroom. Now, so I get 24 hours to think about it. At one time, I got outside and messed up. And wasn't in there. And he came out and got me. He took me to the bathroom and he whipped me. Then he looked at me and he said, now, that's the whipping you were getting today. Now, tomorrow at 545, when I get home, I'm going to give you a whipping for not being in here today like the coach. And then you got to think about it for 24 hours. And you're trying to figure out how to get out of it. Can I behave enough to not get this whooping? And it's just a, it's a vicious cycle of, of effing around and finding out. Yeah, well, we got out. What happened with that day? I remember it well. I was 10, 11 years old. Man, when I got home from school, I went in there and parked my butt in the bathroom and waited. I scared, you know, to miss it. And, uh, you know, my mom and daddy never had to come get me out of jail. And, you know, I became, I went to work at 12 years old to public. I am 74 and I'm still working. And I work now because that's all I know how to do, and I sort of enjoy being productive. But it's the parents not being responsible is the problem. I, you know, if and I don't believe. Well, one thing I think's uh, contributing to it. Look, if a kid acts bad in school, they pop a pill in his mouth. He's got some kind of uh, alphabet disease. Oh God, you're so right, so right, brother. And I have, look, I've taught martial arts. I've taught it 35, 40 years. I have taken kids in, and this is no big thing on me. It's on the martial arts that they say they were ADD and hyper and all that. And after a while, they quit being hyper because they get focused on doing something. And my deal is, and I, I tell parents this, what I say in this place goes. Unless Jesus walks in tonight, I'm the nearest thing to God's going to be in here. And I demand, you know, and and I, I see kids that are can't stand still, learn to stand still. So, but look, I enjoy the, the show, and you just keep giving them hell. I sure will, buddy. Appreciate you, brother. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back. This is 
the Clay Edwards Show, rolling on down the tracks just like the Trump train. Toot, toot. We'll be right back. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment brought to you by Advanced Tree Care. Guys, only one number you need to remember when you need a certified, licensed tree surgeon, and that is 601-455-TREE. 601-455-TREE. They have been licensed, bonded, and insured right here in Central Mississippi for over 40 years years specialize in pruning well excuse me proper pruning because there's some unproper pruning out there too you don't want to do no unproper pruning you want proper pruning trimming they're open 24 7 365 days a year they offer tree removal tree pruning proper pruning tree cabling brush and debris haul off stump grinding lot clearing and storm work cleanup they're known for taking down the trees others walk away from. And my friends, they will, in fact, literally go out on a limb for you. That's Advanced Tree Care, 601-455-TREE, 601-455-TREE. Lock the number in your phone. That's all you got to do. You got a tree down, need any of that stuff done, they will get you taken care of. Locally owned, locally operated, licensed, bonded, insured. 40-plus years in business right here in central Mississippi. You don't get to do that. You don't get to do anything for 40 years uh, that involves people paying you to do it and you not be good at it. Word of mouth spreads at some point, and you don't get to do it no more. These guys are obviously top-notch at what they do, and we appreciate them being a part of the show here on WYAB. Now, we got a bunch of text uh, on our previous topic about parents and uh, mothers getting out of the house to be boss to be boss girls, and when they could be drinking mimosas in the morning and sitting back just waiting on their kids to get out of school, joining Moms for Liberty. No, we had to go get full time jobs. Here's a um, text on the Guns and Gear text line. That number, by the way, is seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four. So good morning, Clay. I'm a mother of four. All are grown now. I believe families were stronger when a mother was home. Kids were nourished. Family values were better. The house would stay clean, and we could and we could all eat at the table every night as a family. It makes a difference. I knew where my kids were and who they were with. Now, my daughter is a stay-at-home mother. One son is, in a, is a school administrator one son is a contractor, and one son is a finance is in finance at a local dealership. That's how you do it. Congratulations on the success of your children. That sounds great. I wonder. I bet you. I know your son if he's in finance around here. I want to circle back to a comment she made earlier. You know, earlier in that text, she said the house would stay clean and we could all eat at the family table. Or no, no, no. She says the kids were nourished. All that kind of made me think about something. I wonder. If that's about the time, about the time the the both parents went into work, is that about the time the obesity rate spiked in America? Is when the one of the parents weren't home in the afternoons for a healthy lunch or that after school snack, and then you got both parents working, so they're probably just grabbing fast food or pizza 
on the way home or getting something delivered that's not healthy? Is it a cooking dinner every night? Really makes you think. Like uh, I've noticed, like my girlfriend, she tries to cook dinner every night, and it's always something just, just a little healthier than what, what we would get out on the road. Uh, let's say out on the road. I just mean out in the world, whether it be fast food, pizza, you know, even quote unquote healthy food. You know, there's a everything's got a ton of bread or carbs in it now. Just food for thought. You know, I bet you that that's a big reason we see an obesity epidemic right now is because parents both got out, got into the workplace, not getting off to after five or six. You know, you don't have time to go home and cook a whole lot of dinner when you don't get off work to five, six o'clock. You're probably not getting settled into the house by seven. Then you got to cook for an hour. A lot, and when you do cook like that, a lot of it's, you know, boxed foods and and definitely not whole foods. I, I think I have... I think I've stumbled on to something here. Let's read some more of your text. Let's see here. Great text, by the way. Uh, unknown, unknown texture. Thank you. Jess says, I rebelled and got tore up a few times. Both of my parents worked full time. I basically had to fafo. I'm staying home, mom. It's not easy. I truly find God to get my, I truly found God to get my life together. Absolutely. Let's see here. Unknown texture. Latch, uh, or said that says whooping a kid should not be a thought should not be thought of as a beating and violence. It should be thought of as a teaching as teaching law and order. That's what this country seems to be missing now is respect for law and order. That is a great way to look at it. You know, it teaches consequences and repercussions. I I talked about this at the tail end of Tuesday's show. There's a video that I shared on my ex account that showed a, a bunch of 11th graders up against the wall getting pepper sprayed at a school. And of course, the internet is losing its ever loving mind. It's all white kids, by the way. <laughs> God, if you'd imagine if there had been a black kid in there, uh, uh, Sharpton, Crump, Jesse, they'd all be. Down with a vengeance. Anyway, <clears throat> and what all the parents signed off on it and said, "Yes, that's fine. Let's do it." And it was to teach kids that what effing around and finding out what a cop could lead to. No, could have shot some of them to teach them a real lesson with some rubber bullets and be like, "Now imagine not recovering from that." And I'm not suggesting do that, but hey, it may not be the worst idea. For some, some, for some of the more knuckleheads out there, like what I was growing up, you know, let me let me feel a little of that heat. Maybe maybe the stun gun, you know, something like that. Anyway, and it was to teach kids the consequences and repercussions for, or what could happen if a traffic stop or an interaction with a cop escalates. You know, it's like you could get pepper sprayed or worse. So. I got pepper sprayed one time. I wasn't the target. We read Inez's, and anytime a fight broke out at the on the on the dance floor, or anywhere in the club for that matter, Miss Inez wouldn't spray you in the face. She would spray it down at the ground. And if you got a whiff of it, you knew real quick that you didn't want no more of it. Uh, Miss Inez was ahead of her time when it came to that. Didn't need a whole lot of security. Just 
spray a little pepper spray on the floor. Everybody immediately disabled. <laughs> Let's read some more text here real quick. They're coming on in this morning. Great text this morning. Great text. Let's see here. Uh, Anthony says, my mama beat me to death one time, did CPR and beat me to death again. <laughs> Anthony, did it, did it work? Did it work? Let's see. Um, unknown texture. When I was growing up in the 80s, we played outside all day. If you didn't come home bleeding, it wasn't a good day. There was literally no obesity among my crew. We couldn't keep weight on. Our snacks were raiding people's plum trees. Yeah, I think we're on to something here, guys. If you play outside and not play on video games, there's a good chance that you may, in fact, not be an obese kid. And if, uh, if you're an obese kid riding in the car this morning with your parents on the way to school, I'm not picking at you. Uh, I'm praying for you. Praying for you. Play a little dodgeball. Oh, Shannon, man, what is up, my friend? It says, you just brought up Inez's. Showing your age now. <laughs> no doubt. Let's see here. Unknown texture. What about Linden's? Do you remember that place? They had a bouncer named Mario. He was about seven foot three, 400 pounds. That was his pepper spray. I do not, do not remember Linden's. That may have been before my time. Um, Earl and Pearl... Earl the Pearl, Earl from Pearl. I stumbled into an online debate recently about corporate punishment, a corporal punishment in schools. I taught for 15 years, and I can tell you it's the only thing that works for some. But so many of these days, but so many of these days, view it as barbar, 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 barbarism, and they are, and they were appalled. I would even suggest it used today. They have no idea. I, I'm just telling you, man. I know we talk about it. It's you know, it's, it's become cliche. You know, the whole FAFO thing. We, you know, we beat it into the ground, but it's so relevant. The finding out part is such a rite of passage because if you find out strong or hard enough. Violently enough, you you don't want to do the the effing around part nearly as much. I mean, look, I like to f around and find out. It, it's it's been great for me. <laughs> it it keeps me in check. It's like a checks and balance system for my life. But I don't like doing it nearly as much as I used to. Like, no, I can actually look at it, look at it, and look at something nowadays and say, Mm-mm, the F-O part of this equation is not going to be worth the F-A part of this equation. I don't want to do it. I'm doing good enough when I'm not even F-A-N. It's still F-O. No good deed goes unpunished. Let's read a few more of your texts. I've got a lot I wanted to talk about today. I, I set up last night to 11 o'clock doing show prep, and this was not none of it. But I think that's what makes this show fun, right? I know there's some diehard politicos listening right now. Talk about Trump. Talk about the Supreme Court. (laughs) We're going to, I promise. 
uh, Spartacus in Jackson says, Hey, Clay, when was the last time you've seen a kid ride bikes or even playing outside? Also, so many kids don't even ride the school bus anymore. Well, I understand I want to ride the school bus. Now, it's funny you brought up this bicycle thing. Because when I was living out there in South Jackson over off Forest Hill Road, man, that area's gotten so bad. Sort of the hostage situation out there the other day in the old Brookwood Country Club. When I was, we got a caller on hold, caller stay there. So I lived out in that area, that Byron Forest Hill Road, South Jackson area for a long time. And I, for the last decade, I never saw kids ride bikes. Ever. Period. Never really even saw them walking around outside. Rather peaceful. I move out to Crossgates thinking, man, I'm going to have to make sure I, I'm, I'm careful and I don't want to run over a kid on a bicycle or anything like that. This is the, one of the largest neighborhoods in the state, if not the largest. Uh, I'm sure because it's a safer area, you're probably more likely to see kids riding around. Man, I can probably count on one hand how many times I saw kids on bicycles. And usually it was just a kid by himself. And then I moved to downtown, Brandon. You know, a lot of a lot of families down there, neighborhoods, all that. I've been down there over a year. September was a year. So almost a year and a half. Anyway, I have not seen a single kid on a bicycle. The only person I've seen on a bicycle was Fred Shanks, and it was an electric bicycle. So, yeah, to your point, kids aren't doing stuff outside anymore. I'll also say this, though, in, in defense of that, a lot of kids – are so wrapped up into, like, if you play high school sports now or you're involved in cheer or whatever else, the time constraints and the the demands on your time with that are so intense that between that and classes, it almost doesn't allow you time to just go be a kid. So I'm not saying every kid in Brandon is is a baseball, football player or cheer team. I'm just saying that there are a lot of kids out there still getting good exercise, but they're playing sports and whatnot to do it. we got to take a break real quick, guys. A ton of great texts coming in. we got a bunch of stuff we're going to hit, too. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We will be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, be sure to check out Watkins Construction and Roofing for all of your Roof repair and replacement needs right here in central, well, statewide and in Alabama, but they're locally owned and operated right here in central Mississippi. You can check them out online at nomoredrip.com, nomoredrip.com. They're going to come out. They're going to do a complimentary roof assessment for you. Check out, see what you need, see if there's anything that needs to be repaired or replaced. They're not going to Take advantage of you just because you have insurance and be like, oh, needs a whole roof. And watch your rates and all go up unnecessarily. That ain't how they do business over there. If you just got a small section that needs fixed, they're going to fix that. They're going to go on about their way. Uh, they're going to be in contact with you the entire process. I, I know I've said it a million times, but I just think it's worth mentioning. All the reviews say they were in contact the entire step of the process. They, they were answering my questions before I could even ask them. And I never had to wonder where we were at throughout the process. And when they come, they show up. They have super professional crews. They're all going to be in their Watkins gear, Watkins trucks. They're 
going to take care of your landscaping and your property. They're going to clean up after themselves. You're never going to know they were there, except that you no longer had the problem you had before they got there. They're not going to be up on the roof with a bunch of loud music, bumpity bump, bump, bumping, uh, or cussing and all that stuff. That the kind of stuff. That ain't how they roll. So check them out. No more drip. Dot com. That's Watkins Construction and Roofing, right here in Central Mississippi. I right, mean, let's hit a few more text messages, and we're going to move on to our next topic. Ashley on the Guns and Gear text line says, "Corporal punishment is so needed in schools." These children are terrible, and there's no one to blame but the parents and the schools because the schools no longer do anything to hold the kids accountable. You know how I feel about the school, Ashley. It takes a village. I, I agree 100%, Ashley. I, real talk, and we've talked about this before. It, it, the school, it does require, um, it requires a village, and the school is part of that village. All these parents, and I'm going to guess it's the ACLU, and I mean, some probably some racisms, you know, is why we are claims, false claims of racisms, is why we don't allow corporal punishment anymore. You, you know, a bunch of Karens. My little baby doesn't need to get a spanking. If anybody's going to spank my little baby, it's going to be me. Well, you need to start spanking your baby, your little angel. You little Kang. You little future rocket scientist and engineer. You need to start spanking them. And by spanking, I mean close that fist up and punch them. (laughs) Kevin says, biggest crime we committed growing up as kids was sneaking out of the house late, late at night and stealing the chrome valve stem covers and putting them on our bicycles. Mongoose, GT, Mach 1, Diamondbacks, Redline, Hutch, Trickstar, just to name a few. My buddy Michael Applewhite, listening to this right now or later on the podcast, is going to hear that. and you know, He's going to start having a little, his heart's going to flutter. <laughs> he loves them old bikes. I do too. I would like to get a GT Mach 1 just to hang on the wall. And I can't play guitar, but I have one hung up at the house. I look at those old school bicycles, skateboard decks. By the way, free plug here, man. Jace Powell, they own a Revolution Bike Shop up there in Gluckstadt. And uh, Jace is an old school DJ, just a great dude. He's an alderman up there. But they have Lucky Town Skateboard Shop up there. I think it's connected to or it's inside the Revolution Bike Shop. They sell all the retro decks from the 90s, 80s and 90s. Your Powell Peraltas, your Santa Cruzes, like Visions. Like all those famous skateboard decks that we all grew up on that are just so iconic, the Bones Brigade stuff, they sell those up there. They're like, they're like, they're, you know, they're reprints or whatever. They do get the occasional OG ones, but, and they're not too expensive, man. If you got a man cave you're building, you're in your mid 40s, go get you a skateboard deck or two to hang up. I did. I don't have mine currently hung, but they're, I'm working my way back to it, I promise. And uh, they got all that out there. Make sure you tell them I sent you. Maybe I can squeeze a little money out of them for some advertising if we sell a few skateboard decks for them. <laughs> Love that stuff. Let's see here. Josh on the Guns and Gear text line says, We rode bikes to Crossgates Lake and fished in the 80s and 90s. Caught lots of fish. Yeah, man. I just don't see enough kids doing anything anymore. 
Let's uh, let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Good morning. Hey, Good morning. Morning. Have you ever? Did you ever when when the service is going on? You do something that your daddy don't like. When you're a little bit younger, he takes you outside and beats your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My mom did. Yeah, sitting up in church. I remember that. He taught you respect for that church. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just wanted to bring back, you know, uh, you don't, people don't even really realize it. My wife's been dead for a while, but, you know, a lady, uh, the right lady, she keeps peace in the family and keeps everything straight and keeps everything on schedule. We don't want to admit that, but, you know, it makes a big difference having the right one in there helping you. Oh, look, man, I said something on Facebook. I, I put a picture of my girlfriend and me on Facebook the other day, and I just kind of put the caption. It said, it said, fellas, you don't have to wonder if you got the right one. You'll know when you do. That's right. Amen. Amen. You ain't got to read a book about it. You ain't got to do anything. When you got the right one, you'll know. And you will also know when you don't have the right one because you, you'll be wondering, do you? And when you've got the right one and you get the look, you know. You know. <laughs> that the fa and the foe the, 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 the foe is shortly behind the fa. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you have a great day today. You too, brother. Have a blessed one. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we gotta take our last break of the first hour here. We'll be right back. As we shift into hour two, I promise we're gonna get into some news and whatnot. Uh the the mayor of Athens, Georgia. Deserves to die, and I hope he burns in hell. We're going to talk about that. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, just real quick, if you're looking for somewhere to eat breakfast this morning, burgers, blues, barbecue, Madison, down on the downtown side of Madison, Flowood, they're serving breakfast now right there at Dogwood also. The downtown Brandon location doesn't do breakfast. Man, if you're hungry for something to eat right now, burgers, blues, barbecue, Madison, and Flowood locations, they got it serving up, man. They got their famous little chicken uh, chicken biscuits. They've got their chicken and waffles and more. Check them out. And don't forget, all three locations are open for lunch and dinner every day. There's a blue plate lunch special and a they always have hamburger steak, but they alternate a second meat. It could be fried chicken. It could be fried fish. Uh, it could be country fried steak, so on and so forth, depending on what day it is. You can check out the menu at burgersblues.com. Uh, so we'll tell you about lunch in Jackson here in the second hour. Man, look, that was fun. Let's see if I can read a few more of your texts. And uh, when we come back, we're going to get into uh, Medicaid expansion in the state. I got some thoughts of it from a normie's perspective uh, we're not going to get into the math and the payment and all that. Uh, we're going to talk about Jackson, Mississippi being a sanctuary city. And I got some video of the mayor of Athens blaming the girl's death, Lake and Riley's death on Donald Trump being mean to immigrants. And uh, five years earlier, I got some video of him turning Athens, declaring Athens a sanctuary city. So we're going to talk about that and more. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back for hour two of the most incendiary show on the radio right here on 103.9 FM WYAB. I'm 
Boom, shaka a boom. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards Show. It's powered by Men's Health of Mississippi, Man Up MD. Guys, get your free testosterone screening scheduled now. Phone number to text. If you'll just text this, it's one word, it's easy. Text the word TEST, all capital letters, TEST, to 601-327-8550. You'll get, they'll get you set up with a free, complimentary, no money out your pocket testosterone screening. It's the best thing, it's one of the best things you can do for yourself. It will be life-changing. I talked to a family friend at my daughter's birthday party the other day, and he was like, man, I've come so close to doing it so many times. I've put the number in my phone. I'm like, just do it. <laughs> just do it. He's like, I don't know. I don't want to give myself shots. I'm like, figure it out. They don't hurt. I'm sure you, you can go out there weekly and get them to give you the shot if that's your, uh, if that's your, your deal breaker. Anyway, if you're feeling obese, if you're feeling lonely, if you're depressed, if you have erectile dysfunction, if your wife don't like you, get some testosterone. It could fix some of those problems. <laughs> you could have low T. Anyway, look, check it out, guys. Real talk. It, what it's done for me the last year, so I guess started back in January, so I'm about 14 months in now. It's been life-changing in every aspect. I have more energy. I'm driven. I had lost, kind of lost my drive a little bit. You know, I was just kind of like, blah. I mean, I've got my drive back. I got my motivation back. You know, I don't know if it's 100% because of the testosterone or just, a, you know, a couple of things finally started to fall my way and it remotivated me. I think it's a combination of both. And man, does it feel good to wake up every day. I'm sleeping better. Except for the fact that I have to wake up at 5 o'clock every morning and I don't know how to go to bed before 11 because I got so much energy. But I'm, you know, it's kind of, a, I'm kind of punishing myself because I'm just constantly driven, driven, driven. So anyway, check it out, man. Today, free testosterone screenings text test to 601-327-8550. Hey, also, real quick, guys, um, I told you this yesterday. I just want to mention it again. Uh, if you want to buy one of my FAFO shirts, we have the Kelly Green ones available. Saying that you know, with that GI Joe style logo, uh, for anybody that's going to be going to the St. Patty's Day Parade, you want to wear basically it's the Jackson, it's the Mississippi MAGA shirt. You're going to get some looks. You're going to get some looks, and it is basically your way of telling them, "Middle fingers up." I don't care. I pro. I'm here. It is my silent protest. If you're if you're not scared, get the green Clay Edwards Show shirt. You can buy that shirt right now and the gray, the regular gray one as well, and it'll be shipped to your door. Go to buyfafo.com. That's B-U-Y-F-A-F-O dot com. There's some other stuff available there too. We'll be adding more stuff, hats, flags, stickers, and all that are are gonna be posted up here in the coming weeks. But right now we got shirts. And if you buy a shirt, you're automatically gonna be entered to win. Two pit tickets. I would call it front row, but you know it depends on how many people are in front of you or how early you get there and get in the pit. But we're just going to call it pit tickets right now. I got two pairs of pit tickets for the huge Oliver Anthony concert at the Brandon Amphitheater on March 9th. 
So you got to March 8th to buy a shirt. You get qualified. I'll draw the winner that evening. So you got time to make plans to go to the concert if you win. All right. So buy FAFO.com. All right. And shifting gears. Oh, yeah. The Guns of Gear text line 769 241 1944. 769 241 1944. The phone line 601 879 0002. If you are an advertiser or a potential advertiser, a business owner, you would like to hear your business name on the phone line as much as you hear Guns and Gear on the text line. Uh, shoot me an email, uh, clay at wyab.com. Would love to add a phone line or studio sponsor here on the show. Uh, we don't necessarily have any too much uh, small packages available last, right now, but we do have some of the bigger ones available. Anyway, I digress. Always got to be working, right? Always be closing. ABC, even when you're working. <laughs> Man, I'm torn about where I want to start at here. Let's let, let's start with Jackson and Athens, Georgia. The mayor of Athens, Georgia, is a evil lizard person who who hates your children and wishes they were dead. And if a, and if they're killed by an immigrant, that's just a small price you have to pay for diversity, equity, and inclusion. And by the way, you're a racist bigot if you think that Joe Biden and the open border have anything to do with why your child was killed if it was, they were killed by an illegal immigrant. You insurrectionist, you. Here is the mayor of Athens, Georgia, and bring you up to speed real quick if you don't know, a UGA student was murdered, brutally murdered on campus by one of Joe Biden's illegal immigrants. And here's the mayor telling you that it's Donald Trump's fault. And you can hear the people in the, in the audience are just dumbfounded at how stupid this is. And I guess suffice to say, I've got some thoughts on the other side of this. That term means different things to different people, depending on the context of the discussion. Uh, we know what many, it means. many of the elements, liar. many of the elements, liar. Liar. We are here to listen. We are here to listen. There will be time for questions. You are guilty and got blood on your head for this murder, sir. Many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities are things that are disallowed by Georgia law. And we contribute a document every year to the Georgia Department of Audits indicating that we do not correspond to these definitions under state law. Yes, you do. And no policies have been adopted Please by the mayor and lying. commission You're that have created sanctuary Athens. city status in Sir, Athens. You need to resign. One protocol resign. that sometimes resign. arises. Resign. Resign. resign now. You One protocol. Alright, so yeah. that was the wrong video. Let's see here. That was the one talking about them being a sanctuary city, which I, I, we'll, 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 we'll stay on that hot hand real quick. Let's see here. That was a here's five years ago. Now he just sat there and said, "I want to play the video. I just got to put my hands on it of him blaming this on Trump." But since we've already played the sanctuary city, when we'll stay there. This is five years ago. He's standing here with a little fat Mexican guy, 
declaring Athens a sanctuary city. Now, Chakwe Antar Lumumba did the very same thing to Jackson, Mississippi, and it's still technically a sanctuary city. And y'all know how I feel about that, but we're going to get to it. Here's the mayor of Athens five years ago. The Athens-Clark County Unified Government is welcoming to people from all lands and backgrounds and strives to foster a community where individuals and families of all statuses feel safe, are able to prosper, and can breathe free. The Athens-Clark County Unified Government is welcoming to people from all lands and backgrounds and strives to foster a community where individuals and families of all statuses feel safe, are able to prosper, and can breathe free. Nice. That was him declaring them a sanctuary city. Sorry, I hate typing while I'm on the air, but bear with me one second. Athens mayor blames Trump. You know, I, I get so many of these little links that, and uh, so much going on. Sometimes I get them mixed up. Here we go. Y'all appreciate y'all bearing with me there. Here's the mayor of Athens blaming Trump for Lakin. Lakin murder. While 2019 was not that long ago, you might remember the dynamic we were living in in the late teens in this country where you had the President of the United States speaking in the most vile terms about people who were foreign-born. And you had that notion metastasizing in places like Charlottesville. In the main, I caution against conflating immigration and crime the data demonstrates that the two are not connected. Because the impact of federal immigration policy on localities has been under such consistent discussion in recent months, I do want to say a few words about this. It's my 18th year as a local government policymaker, and my work has overlapped with four U.S. presidencies and numerous iterations of Congress. All of them have failed to reach agreement on how to handle immigration. This I, I wish I had my sound bite. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna get a little sound bite board up here, and I'm gonna add it to it. I want Samuel L. Jackson from a time to kill. Yes, he deserves to die, and I hope he burns in hell. These are evil lizard people. I'm gonna tell y'all what. I was on the treadmill last night when I was watching the stuff on on the uh, TV, watching these clips. I was watching Salty Cracker, and he was playing some of them. I, I I was so mad I was seeing red. And on God, I honest to God, believe that if this had happened at Mississippi State, Ole Miss, or any other college town around here, Jackson, that if a mayor has said the things he just said and tried to deflect the blame of his sanctuary city decisions and tried to blame the president – I would have probably gone over there and I'd be in prison right now. Real talk. That's how mad I was last night when I was watching this. Just thinking of the audacity that it takes. The audacity that these Democrats say, don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe your lying eyes. Look over here, not over here. This is Trump's fault. He was mean to Mexicans. Now when they come here and kill our little kids, it's just the price you pay to play the game. You can't, I mean, if you're mean, you're mean, you know. So, words hurt. And so do guns and knives. These are the kind of people that I wish had kids for this stuff to happen to. But they never have kids. Like, you just want them to feel the same pain. And I know 
I know we're never supposed to say stuff like that, but hey, breaking rules when necessary. I'm just saying, I'm saying the quiet part out loud. It's a problem with media. Not enough of us say the quiet part out loud. This guy deserves to have happened to him or one of his family members. What happened to that girl? Then I want to see if he gets up there and he still dances that same dance. Is it Trump's fault? Or is it the or is it the person who pulled the trigger's fault? Or however she was killed, shot, I don't even know. That's like that's like blaming the girl for wearing a short dress for getting raped. Disgusting. These people disgust me. As the father of a girl the same age just celebrated her twenty second birthday yesterday. I know we love to get up here and we love to poke our chest out and play this, if it was me game, what I would do, I'm telling you, you can mark it in stone. If that was my daughter, one of us would already be dead. If not both. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Guys, get down to Martin's downtown. Enjoy lunch in Hines County. What I was my heel to die on here. It is the best lunch in all of Jackson. Best blue plate anyway. Don't forget, every Friday night is ribeye steak night. Looking for somewhere you can afford to take the family to eat a steak dinner. Martin's downtown. Safe, secure. It's right there in the middle of the Capital City Improvement District. You most likely will see a Capitol Police officer outside there about the whole time you're there. And JPD covers that area very well, too. They understand the importance of having a good, safe area downtown for people to come and enjoy themselves. And they do a very good job keeping that place safe and secure. For all of the other faults about Jackson, uh, it's the one place I go. It's right there. And that's real talk. Um, you know, We talk a lot about Jackson and crime and stuff, but there are some business owners and some leaders who understand that you got to have a safe area, and that that is it right there. And I, I've been saying that long before they were ever a sponsor on this show or anything else. I mean, I feel like I feel like Martin's has been an advertiser since day one because I've always talked so well about that area and the Howlin' Miles as well, you know. But <clears throat> get over to Martin's today, man. The the plate lunch is phenomenal. You guys have been going and getting the country fried steak and tagging me in your pictures. <laughs> I do appreciate that. It lets me know you listen. Uh, the the blue plate special today is pot roast, and they have a wide assortment of side dishes, including but not limited to French fries, sweet potato fries, onion rings, baked potato, mashed potato and gravy, rice and gravy, mac and cheese, hash brown casserole. By the way, that hash brown casserole is as good as it gets if you like hash brown casserole, which I do. Butter beans, green beans, fried okra, fried peas, vegetable of the day, side salads, and homemade coleslaw. They have that available every day. You know, some some restaurants just have two sides. That's it. You get what you get. They got about a dozen available every day. Try the burger. Try the ribeye gyro and more right there. Martin's downtown. JXN.com. Everything is available for delivery. Check out the live entertainment listings. And don't forget, they will be hosting the biggest 
St. Patty's Day Parade after party in Jackson with the mustache band playing live immediately after the parade right outside there at Martin's downtown. All right. So that last segment was about the mayor of Athens blaming Lake and Riley's death on Donald Trump's mean words. And you could hear people there in the background screaming him down, calling him a liar, doing what good citizens should do. You know, if if I was a UGA fan, a University of Georgia fan, I would hold the school hostage until he resigned as mayor. Now, I know, I know they're two different things. I know the, the city and the school are not the same place. But I believe if UGA grads, alumni, fans refuse to go back to Athens and you start putting the crunch on those local businesses, <clears throat> you start putting the crunch on the school, I believe you would see some change real quick. But nope, I'm not going to a basketball game. I'm not going to a baseball game. I know football is a year away, so the timing for this works very well for this guy. But no, I'm not renewing my season tickets. I'm not doing anything until this guy's gone. I think you would see a change real quick. Now, you got a crap hole like Jackson, for the most part. Nobody cares. Everybody's already tapped out. That's why Chalkaway has free reign at the place. It's like, you know, what else is going to leave? I mean, what else is there? Outside of a few really, you know, there's some few good businesses that are holding on, fighting for tooth and nail. I mean, but other than that, what's the draw? I mean, there was a big battle about Jackson being a sanctuary city, and they tried to make you forget what they did. But make no mistake, I was coming in this morning. Now, I can't confirm or deny. I don't know. I was talking to Sean. I'm coming under the Natchez Trace right here on 49, heading out to Flora. Seven, eight. Klein tour buses are getting off the Natchez Trace. Now, hey, they could uh, they could be a church group going somewhere. But I got to thinking about it. Where, where the, where in the blue hell are you getting off the Natchez Trace on the forty nine for? There ain't no truck stop here to be filling up. There ain't no restaurants to be eating at down here. There ain't no Cracker Barrel. At 6.30 in the morning? What are you getting off on 49 heading into Jackson? My spidey senses tell me that it was busloads of immigrants. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think Jacksonians need to feel the crunch of a bunch of illegals around here. They need to see, they need to start taking their church's resources, their food pantry's resources, they're, they're welfare dollars. They need to feel the crunch of their voting habits like Chicagoans have. Now, of course, most Jacksonians for the, are so stupid, they, they'll, just start, they'll just start killing them. Let's just be honest. This is, this is going to turn into gang warfare real quick here. But I think Jacksonians need to feel the crunch. I know it ain't popular. Y'all, oh, but Clay, they won't stay there. They'll, they'll end up out in Rankin and Madison County. Well, until they do, 
Until they do, Jackson needs to feel the crunch of its bad decision-making. Consequences, repercussions, y'all know what's next. Finding out. You effed around, you bragged about what you did, you bragged about making Joe Biden the president. Look, we did it. Y'all danced in the streets taking credit, patting yourselves on the back, giving yourself participation awards, forgetting forgetting Donald J. Trump out of office. Now I think you directly, personally, need to feel the crunch of what an open border does. I think you need to open up your house. You need to let them come live with you. You need to open up your church. Let them come pray with you. Open up your food pantries. I'm serious about it. Anyway, I got a picture here. This was on Fox News yesterday, I guess. It said, here's a couple of the sanctuary cities across the U.S. These are just little small town uh, Democrat hellholes that threw their hat in the ring of sanctuary cities back when it was a trendy thing to do. Kent County, Michigan. Lansing, Michigan. Wayne County, Michigan. Well, Michigan, just like tell me, I can't think of a state that I'd rather go to less than Michigan, other than the one I'm already in. Uh, Hennepin County, Minnesota, uh, well, other than Minnesota, Minnesota, oh, man, Black Lives Matter epicenter. There's nothing nowhere in Minnesota. I ain't, a, ain't, a, ain't, a, ain't a one of them 10,000 lakes I need to see. Uh, Hennepin County, Minnesota, Noble County, Minnesota, and the only one in the South, the only one in the entire South, Jackson, Mississippi. Then Hall County, Nebraska, Sarpy County, Nebraska, and Newark, New Jersey. Why do they? Everything else is a county except Jackson and Newark. You know what? It doesn't matter. It says Jackson. I'm not going to nitpick it. Jackson, Mississippi. Now, my understanding was that this kind of got struck down. That was just them doing one of them, one of those dumb resolutions they like to do that don't mean anything. Remember the city council, they got together and they did a resolution to let people know that they were mad at 60 minutes for making Jackson look bad. And it's peace about Deion Sanders taking over Colorado. Like, we're going to send this out to all of our media partners. We're mad. Poke our bottom lip out. We're mad. Jackson got made to look like exactly what it is. A third world hellhole consumed by Democrat death culture. Yesterday, in Jackson, in Brookwood Country Club, a once great area, an area that my parents still live a block away from, an area, a, a neighborhood that still, in fact, has a guard shack and a gated entrance. A man was shot in the leg and five others were held hostage. A man named Vasquez was held was was shot in the leg. Three men 
three armed and dangerous men escape while five others were held hostage. Bro, if that don't sound like drugs and Democrat third world hellhole shenanigans, I don't know what does. The rule of law is completely ignored here by the politicians and by the thugs running the streets. Like, nobody seems to care. Like, I never thought I would get back in the Tate Reeves bandwagon. But I tell you one thing, and I, I, I will, next time I see Tate, I will shake his hand and take a picture with him this time. I've refused two previous times because I'm so bitter about the way COVID was handled and how it hurt so many of my friends and with the damage it did to kids. I'm not, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now. But Tate standing up to Jackson through the water crisis, through this most recent crime crisis, and forcing these incompetent fools to get on board or basically go to prison is outstanding. They called him a racist. He didn't care. See, Kim Wade told me day one here at WYAB, they're going to call you a racist. They're going to call you all these things. Just look at them. Take all the power away. Say, so? So? Yeah, all right. What? Okay. No matter what I say, you've made your mind up. So let me just finish the job I came here to do. Raise hell. Praise Dale. Break rules when necessary. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards show. I'm not going to read an ad right now. I'm going to save it to the end. I'm going to tell y'all what I'm doing. I'm replying to somebody in the comments on Facebook. So, you know, I've kind of talked about this a little bit. There's a guy that is is caping up for Jackson. And he's going around and he's cleaning Jackson up. He's cleaning up the interstates. He's doing all this stuff. And hey, to each his own, I think you're wasting your time. And the more you clean up after this trash, I didn't say clean up the trash. I said clean up after the trash, this trash, the more they're just going to do it. When you, they got to be taught a lesson. And if they're not, the city should at minimum be doing, you know, its job. Anyway, WLBT has given this dude his flowers. And I don't want to knock a good-hearted individual. But somebody tagged me in the comments and said, oh, this is, what, this is how you save Jackson. This is the real save Jackson. I'm like, yeah, cleaning up somebody else's mess is the real save Jackson. I just find it comical. You're caping up for Jackson, going and doing their job for him, for a bunch of people who don't appreciate it, probably lining you up when you're when they're coming down the road with their car thinking oh that's 10 points if i run over him yeah continue i don't want to tell you not to be a good person i'm just saying hey no good deed goes unpunished no good deed goes unpunished you wouldn't find me dead cleaning up trash in jackson i wouldn't mind taking some out but we ain't still talking about the same kind of trash. 
That's what they want. That's this Democrat mentality. We're well beyond cleaning up other people's mess. That ain't the mess I want to clean up. That ain't the mess I want to. That ain't how you save Jackson. Cleaning up some trash off the side of the road, albeit it's a great gesture. And I want to be very careful here not to belittle a good-hearted individual doing what he thinks is the right thing. I'm just telling you the people you're doing it for think you're an idiot and they don't care. And you'll be able to know they don't care because if we quit doing it for a week, it's all going to be right back there. Every bit of it. Medicaid expansion. (laughs) Man, look, so it passed the House yesterday. I am... I'm conflicted on it. I, I like to be honest with y'all and tell y'all when things are above my pay grade. And Medicaid expansion is above my pay grade. I'm just g- going to be completely honest with you. I don't understand it. I, I know that as a conservative, we're supposed, supposed to be about smaller government, less government. Uh, the government, I mean, I remember all of us raising hell about Obamacare. I don't see how this is really any different. Now, this is just as a conservative I'm talking here. I'm going to talk to you as a human being in a second. You know, I I know as a conservative, I'm supposed to dislike this because uh, politics. But as a small business owner that struggles with paying for insurance because it's so damn expensive, there's a part of me that says, maybe it's going to make me my insurance situation better. I don't know. I haven't dug into the details of it yet. Um, so selfishly, if it can benefit me personally, maybe it's something that I can be down for. We always talk about Democrats voting against their best interest, and they love to say that Republicans vote against their best interest. You know, I don't know. I know uh, I trust guys like Russ Latino when it comes to this, and he's all against it. And he looks at the numbers. It's like, you know, I don't know how we're going to pay for it. I mean, even Sean said the same thing, and Sean's for it. said, looking at Russ's numbers, I don't know how we're going to pay for it. And then hearing that it's going to be a tax on the providers and it's not actually going to cost Mississippi anything. You know, I'm going to have to sit down with somebody and really get some very basic questions out the way. So I don't have a strong, strong take on this. What I do know is this, though. You know, I talk a lot about, I judge people by the enemies they keep more so than the friends. Because if there's certain people who aren't trying to shout you down, who aren't calling you a racist, a Nazi, a bigot, an insurrectionist, a homophobe, you know, all that stuff that they love to call conservatives. If they're ever happy with the decision you made, something tells me, it was probably the wrong decision. And that leads me to this. I was on X yesterday after the decision came down. I've never seen, in my, in my 20 plus years as an adult, my 10 plus years of really kind of following politics and my five plus years of really following local politics, I've never seen white Democrats so excited about something 
as they were Medicaid expansion yesterday. Ashton Pittman, hardcore lefty, works for, I think, Mississippi Today or Mississippi Free Press or one of those liberal rags, posted a tweet, X, whatever, that said, I just got off the phone with some friends that moved out of state, and they said after today's decision, they were actually considering moving back to Mississippi. And I'm going to file this under one or two categories, either uh, that didn't happen, or if that did happen, how pathetic of a life is your life that your your sole decision is on your ability to get uh, some type of free health care or discounted health care from the state. Anyway, a whole other conversation, but all the white lunatic lefties think this is great, which makes me believe that anything these American-hating freeloaders think is a good idea can't be a good idea. So, food for thought. We'll see how the we'll see how all of that shakes out in the long run. Again, I'm not well versed enough to know. That, look again, that's just being honest with you. But I can look at the people who are excited by it and know that these are the same people that agree with open borders, that agree with taking your guns away from you, that don't think Donald Trump should be on the ballot, that constantly try to eliminate your ability to earn an income via cancel culture. Am I really supposed to think that something that they think is a good idea is a good idea? I'm going to lean with no until I'm proven differently. Check out a few of your texts on the Guns and Gear text line. Tim says, look into MediShare, Christian-based bill sharing health insurance. We use it at work. So I have heard about it. Um, yeah, Kim Wade just sent me something. I've actually got that tuned up to play here. Let's see here. Let me make sure I don't have any text on the Guns and Gear side of things. That was my personal text. All right, nothing in the last few minutes. Um, somebody did bring up about Trump being off the ballot in Illinois. Yeah, so look, they booted Trump off the ballot in Illinois. And where's my video? They they booted Trump off the ballot in Illinois. Where's that video? Let's see here. Anyway, an MSNBC nut job flipped out about the Supreme Court. Because it's going to go to the Supreme Court, all this stuff. Oh, that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah, so they, they, but they booted Trump off the ballot. I'm sorry, y'all. I got so many notes here in front of me. But I'm not worried about it. The, the judge literally, literally, completely, uh, I, she, 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 won, she took him off the ballot, and then she iced her own case, waiting for the Supreme Court ruling. And then we got some more good news yesterday about Trump and the Supreme Court. They're going to hear his immunity case. That's where I was going with this. They, they're going to hear his immunity case, which is going to push the Jack Smith trial back to after the election. There's no way they're going to be able to have it before the election. The Supreme Court's not even going to rule on this immunity thing or even look at it till, till April 22nd, almost May. But MSNBC... One of the racist nut jobs over there had a complete meltdown about this yesterday. 
and really just said exactly why we need to have a conservative Supreme Court. And, I mean, they told you the quiet part out loud that says if it wasn't for the Supreme Court, they would have your guns. Listen to this. If you ever want to know why you needed to vote Republican, this should say it all. The reason why people like Mark and people like Dahlia seem to have a crystal ball is because they're real, because they're realists, and they understand the court for what it is. And at some point, people in the media, people at home, and people sitting in the White House have to stop pretending that the Supreme Court is some kind of benign, trying to do its best institution, and start to realize that there are six Republicans, not conservatives, Republicans on the Supreme Court who view it as their job to help the Republican Party. And until we do something about that, until we take away that power, until we draw the line on them there, they will continue to do this. They will help Trump. They will take away abortion rights. They will end affirmative action. They will liberalize gun rights. They will do all of it until we stop them. And the reason he said liberalize gun rights. He just told you that if it wasn't for the Supreme Court and the and the quote unquote conservative justices that we currently have on it, there would still be abortion and you would not have guns. They're telling you the quiet part out loud. Listen when they do it. We'll be right back to close. I mean, to land the plane for the day. Welcome back in. Guys, I'm just sitting here in this last minute or so. I'm really marinating on this. These folks cleaning this trash up off the side of the interstates. Again, again, good folks, I'm sure. Heck, I actually know some of the people doing it. I'll tell them, just like I'm telling y'all, wasting your time cleaning up after a bunch of people who threw the trash down and let it go to begin with and that don't even want police in their neighborhoods. That most likely think you're all a bunch of racists. Yeah, sorry. Uh, I would much rather spend my time not having to clean up after somebody. Or at least if I do, somebody that appreciates it. Not the city of Jackson. Sorry, miss me on that. Y'all can go do all the uh, cleaning Jackson you want. I'm going to do it um, my way. And that is holding them accountable, mocking and memeing them to no end. We've passed the point of being kind and nice and all of that. I'm out on that. But hey, do as you wish. Hope you sell a bunch of shirts and raise some money and keep doing it. Uh, but I'm not going to take no part into it. So, but anyway, that's just me. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. Uh, speaking of shirts, go to buyfafo.com. Get yours today. Get qualified to win those pit passes for Oliver Anthony. I will see y'all tomorrow. Peace.